Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Okay, today we're talking about the dangers of mixing medications. Uh, Now, I was reading, you know, just looking, reading through some articles. I was actually relaxing, reading regular articles, not journal. And I came across this Time Magazine article, and the the title uh, was Hit Home. 24-year-old man died suddenly from taking painkiller with anxiety medicine. That was the title of the article, and it, it's, it was published in Time, and I'm talking December 8th, so we're talking less than a week ago. And I'd, I'd encourage you to read the article, but my, I've got a 24-year-old son, so this really hit home. <clears throat> now, what the article talks about is um, this this young guy, 24-year-old. It talks about how his dad um, was talking to him 30 minutes okay, after midnight on March 15th. And the 24-year-old, his son, couldn't sleep, which, which was a frequent complaint. Now, what's frustrating is um, the, this young man takes uh, a pain reliever, for knee pain, he also takes uh, an anxiety medication that's typically prescribed for sleep issues, but nobody knew that the combination of the two uh, would be deadly. Now, the the most frustrating thing of this is when we look at the actual facts, the right drug for the right diagnosis in the right amount. So you get, you're not talking overdose. You're not talking misdiagnosis. The correct dose of the correct drug for the correct um, uh, condition kills over 100,000 people a year. That's like a, a jumbo jet, two jumbo jets crashing every other day. It's insane. And this is called patent medicine. See, if you take, <clears throat> and let's just think about... Uh, the average person, because the average person today over 60 has taken 12 different prescriptions. 12. Nobody knows how two of these work together. I mean, if you just take one medication, like let's say, let's take the deadliest drug in America, which is Tylenol. Let's give Tylenol to 10 people. Are we going to have the same effect in 10 people? No. No, I mean, some people are going to have a great effect. Some people are going to have a little effect. Some people are going to metabolize it quickly. Some are going to metabolize it slowly. Now, what if those 10 people, what if some of them are taking a cholesterol drug or an antacid or any number of the other chemicals that they give, an antidepressant, sleep medication, uh, an antacid? I mean, all of these different medications uh, mixed together. Now, this article goes on to explain how um, the the young kid, I mean, 24-year-old, that it turns out on the autopsy that they found out that he had sudden cardiac death, so his heart just stopped. Now, they knew that a year earlier he had been prescribed um, methadone for pain for a knee injury and Seroquel for uh, antipsychotic and for sleep issues. Typically, they're going to prescribe, uh, if somebody has anxiety, they're going to give an anti-anxiety medication for sleep. Now, here's one of the most frustrating things in my world, is if somebody has 
a sleep disturbance or they're not able to sleep correctly, they're going to be in a stress state and their body is going to be anxiety. There's going to be anxiety, um, poor sleep patterns. They're going to be in a stress state. So poor sleep patterns <clears throat> are going to cause an increased stress state. And in the medical world, they read that backwards, whereas if you have poor sleep patterns, that's one of the signs of depression and anxiety. I know it doesn't make much sense, but when we look at this, let's look at the, um, let's look at the body as being intelligent. And so if you're giving a drug to help induce sleep, and also the person's got anxiety, how about looking at the underlying cause? I mean, it, when you look at this, the uh, medical examiner listed the acute combination of methadone and Seroquel as the primary causative agent in this young man's death, concluding it was an accident. <clears throat> and they even had a whole commission um, by the family that they said the dose he was prescribed were within a reasonable range and appeared to be no signs of an overdose. And this is the problem. The right drug at the right time in the right diagnosis for the right condition kills over 100,000 people a year. Now, AstraZeneca, the people that make this Seroquel drug, knew for years that taking the drug with methadone could lead to abnormal heart rhythm. But they didn't add a warning label to its U.S. labels until January 2010. Now, that's when a whistleblower lawsuit in federal court in Brooklyn alleges. So think of this, that the most frustrating aspect, there's um, the uh, pharmaceutical giant being sued for the drug effects. Now, the, in the United Kingdom, the pharmaceutical giant, we're talking AstraZeneca, massive. They played down the risk of deaths from the drug's interaction. Uh, and this was according to a new, former New York, cell, New York cells representative, Allison Zayas, who literally was suing AstraZeneca on behalf of the U.S. government, 27 states, Washington, D.C., and the city of Chicago. Now, the spokesperson for AstraZeneca, her name's Abigail Bozarth, <clears throat> said in a statement that the company acted responsibly, giving data to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration before the drug's approval and after it had come to market, to inform appropriate labeling and to assist physicians in making informed benefit-risk decisions for individual patients. Really? You know, when you hear this, ask your doctor if this is right for you. How does he know? Does he know how your body is going to metabolize it? What your sensitivities are? Does he even know how the drug actually works? I mean, when you look at Tylenol, they don't even know how that works. And that's the most prescribed drug in America. And in fact, the deadliest drug in America is Tylenol. It's, it's, so we're, we're looking at a system that is completely dysfunctional. And these people are saying, look, yeah, the kid died, but it's not my fault. We gave all the information to the Food and Drug Administration. And <laughs> the spokesperson for the company uh, <clears throat> said, AstraZeneca believes that all applicable laws were followed and alleges that the suit is without merit, the lawsuit. It, really? 
okay, how about, sorry, we screwed up. We have to completely rethink our approach to drugging people, that drugging symptoms um, without knowing the uh, effects or the cause can have a detrimental effect on the body. Oh, by the way, we kill over 100,000 people a year with the right drug at the right dosage in the right time. No one's going to jail for this. This is a pharmaceutical fraud. It's mind-boggling. Now, now AstraZeneca paid more than $1 billion in settlements over the side effects and, and the marketing of Seroquel. And this is one of the world's best-selling drugs. Now, they targeted pain clinics. They targeted addiction centers to Seroquel. Because, I mean, this is a very, very competitive market for these type of drugs considering that there's, you know, depression and anxiety are at epidemic proportions. So the salespeople were directed to call clinic doctors. They paid bonuses based on sales to reimburse the facilities. <clears throat> and in fact, um, the, the company hasn't admitted any wrongdoing. See, their marketing practices uh, were appropriate for today's legal system. And yeah, that's right. If if the if the doctor prescribing the drug is doing it for the appropriate diagnosis and the patient dies, he can't be sued. This is normal. This is standard of care. I mean, think of the vaccine industry. The the vaccine industry, <clears throat> the U.S. Supreme Court says that vaccines are unavoidably unsafe. We know that vaccines can cause death and autoimmune disorders. Multiple studies. We know that there are causative factors in autism. Again, multiple studies. There still are groups of people out there that think, oh no, vaccines are safe and effective. I don't know if they're not looking at any of the available data or they're comfortably ignorant. If the doctors are actually... Um, that are passing out these on, on without informed consent to a susceptible public that's causing a huge number of diseases and reactions. You can't sue these people for this. Luckily, Seroquel, if you have had a negative response to it, you can sue that. So this medication uh, drug culture that we're in is literally killing our population. It's drugging and killing the population. And, and it's not even needed. I mean, when we look at the this poor kid's father, uh, quote, unfortunately, he always thought a pill was the answer. Always thought a pill was the answer. So what are we training our our population for? You have a symptom, you take a drug. Symptom, drug, symptom, drug. That's why the average person over 60 has taken 12 different prescriptions. Nobody knows what two of those drugs are going to do. Let's take this one case apart. This young 24-year-old kid, okay, he was struggling with substance abuse and had been taken for me taken methadone for a week to treat pain from a knee injury. So a year earlier, he'd been prescribed the antipsychotic Seroquel for sleep problems and anxiety. It, think of that. He has pain in the knee, and no one's looking at the knee. 
They're just saying, wow, man, take this drug. They're not looking at the foot. They're not looking at sleep. They're not asking about bowel movements. They're not asking about the fight or flight or rest and digest. Is he as a sympathetic dominant? Is he in a stress state of physiology? What's his physical stress, chemical stress, emotional stress like? How many glasses of water is he drinking a day? I mean, there's so many questions that a real doctor should be asking that isn't, isn't, they're, they're not asking now. It's mind-blowing that somebody would be uh, asking uh, no, none of these questions. I mean, they're... <sighs> okay, get this. I work on a lot of people. I've been doing this for decades. And I work on very, very sick people. Some of them are drugs. Some of them are post-surgery. I ask them every aspect of their physiology. I'm not just a nerve doctor. I'm for sure as heck not a back pain or neck pain doctor. We look at every aspect of their physiologic responses to the environment. What type of physical stress, chemical stress, emotional stress are they under? We have to get the whole picture. If somebody's in here with blood pressure issues or sleep issues, you don't give them a diagnosis. Because if five people all have fibromyalgia, is it all from the same cause? If five people all have, you know, substance abuse issues and knee pain and sleep issues, should we all give them methadone and Seroquel? No, because we know that that can kill people. Heck, every drug, 106,000 people a year dying from this psychotic uh, use of prescription pharmaceutical. I mean, we're talking patent medicine. This is a drug culture that's been around for about 120 years, and it is the largest industry in the world, the pharmaceutical industry. And these people are luring in our population, and they're they're training the doctors to just be you know, drug, drug reps, they're drug dealers. You go to the standard doctor. The standard doctor is not going to be asking what your physical, chemical, and emotional stress like. Why? Because we have a specialist group. <clears throat> All of these physiologic aspects of a human being. We've got pulmonary, digestion, musculoskeletal. You all have specialists there. None of these specialties are going to be asking about the overall whole picture. It's called holism now or holistic now. My God, can you imagine treating a patient without looking at the entire body, without looking at every aspect of their physical, chemical, emotional stress? No, it'd be impossible. It'd be impossible. How can you give ethically or morally methadone and Seroquel, knowing that it can cause damage to the heart, into somebody who's got physical, chemical, and emotional stress load? Was was his nervous system ever checked? Um, did did he was he prescribed antibiotics in the past, knowing that he was 24 years old? Did he have a full vaccination schedule? Did he have a leaky gut? Was his gut even checked for, knowing that serotonin is produced in the gut. There's so many questions that needed to be asked that weren't, and it cost this boy's life. That is just a sick society. I got to tell you right now, just like Captain Picard, the line is drawn here. Okay, we will not stop. We're not going to stop this drug nightmare until we change our belief systems. We have to change this. It is not going to change from the top. You've got to know money runs our government. Who do we have as a president? Okay, money runs the government. It's very, very expensive to run a campaign. 
the biggest industry in the world, pharmaceutical industry, is running our government. They're choosing the people that get in. And that's why you can't even sue them over their one of their most profitable products, vaccines, even though it's it's harming one in two American children now. Uh, so we're talking an entire generation that's negatively affected by vaccines, several generations that are negatively affected by pharmaceutical products, and, and all the vaccines you can't even sue them for. And even the right drug at the right time for the right diagnosis, okay, kills over 100,000 people a year and not one person goes to jail. Not one scientist is going to jail. And in fact, there's laws written down that chiropractors can't even tell people to get off of their drugs. So when I'm confronted with a patient with multiple pharmaceutical products, we have to take uh, our legal stance is to say, hey, look, I cannot tell you to stop the drugs, and I don't. What I do is I say, look, this is why the drug was prescribed. You have physical, chemical, or emotional stress. Your body's in a sympathetic dominant state. Uh, that means you have poor sleep patterns, slow gastric motility. Uh, you've got an unstable pelvis. So what we have to do is deal with the physical, chemical, and emotional stress load. You deal with all three of those, the body's physiology radically change. Changes. I mean, you deal with the physical, chemical, emotional stress load. Get the patient to sleep correctly. Get them to to eat healthy foods, organic foods. Get them to juice and blend. I mean, there's so many things that you can do that will add to a person's health. Get them to do exercises to change their mental focus. Uh, get them to um, deal effectively with their physical, chemical, and emotional stress load. That's why when, when we put up on our health talks the five keys to healing and we talk about proper nerve supply, I, I don't want to second guess this young man's um, physiology, okay, but just take the average 24-year-old today. Uh, are they fully vaccinated or no vaccines? Well, fully vaccinated. So what's the average 24-year-old going to have? And we always say there's going to be four aspects from vaccine damage. There's going to be breathing, behavioral, bowel, or skin issues. So did this young man have asthma or ear infections growing up? Did he have bronchitis or some other type of um, breathing issue? Did he have behavioral issues where he had difficulty paying attention? Maybe he was misdiagnosed as a young child with attention deficit disorder and he was given a class two narcotic called Ritalin. Uh, you know, what did he, what if he had um, uh, infections or uh, urinary tract infections where he was given antibiotics or poisonous mold? What if he was never told to build up his gut flora? What if he always had difficulty in sleep? What if the vaccines that he was given, which more than likely was 69 doses of 16 different vaccines, blown holes in, in his intestinal tract, what if those type of things were occurring in this young man's life? I, I mean, none of that was asked. So when we talk about the five keys to health and we say check your nerve system, we're looking to see if that body is in a stress state or not. 
And then what do we do? We find the stressors. What's keeping them in that stress state? Then we suggest regular exercise. We're talk walking 10 minutes a day. This poor young man had knee issues. So what would we do? We'd get his pelvis stabilized, get his low back working correctly, knowing that, that the knee is going to cause, if there's a knee problem, it's going to cause altered gait. So you've got to correct that gait issue. Then you're going to work on the sleep issue, the bowel issues. And how do you work on bowel issues? We talk about proper nutrition. That means if man makes it, you don't eat it. So if he's had a toxic deficient lifestyle, toxic deficient lifestyle, what are you going to do? Replace that lifestyle with sufficiency and purity. You're going to be doing juicing and blending because he's in a stress state. So we want to clean that blood. We're going to give him a plant-based diet so it's easy for him to um, digest. We're going to give him juicing and blending so we get that macronutrients in his system so that it will cause pain relief. You're right. Listen to this. Juicing and blending every day is going to clean that blood. and It's going to help the blood get healthy. So that means healthy nutrients are going to get to the joints. That's going to cause pain relief. The regular exercise, knowing that there's a knee issue, are we going to give exercises specifically to regenerate the cartilage in the knee? However, in modern psychotic world, what do we do? We give an anti-inflammatory like Motrin, ibuprofen, Aleve. All of these things destroy the joint cartilage, the proteoglycans, the building block of joint cartilage. In this psychotic society, we're giving drugs that, that make the person comfortable while it destroys the body. Here's an old Ayurvedic setting saying, when, when diet is poor, medicine is of no good. When diet is good, medicine is of no need. By God, they knew it a thousand years ago. Okay, we should know it now. And then one of the five keys of health, do we talk about sufficient rest? This young man didn't have good rest. He was, he was tired. He had difficulty in sleeping. So why didn't the doctor go in there and say, gee, man, you know, let's do this sleep restrictive therapy. Let's find the physical, chemical, or emotional stress load behind this. I'm not going to give you a chemical that can stop your heart. We're going to find this out. Now, in defense of, of the doctors, we're looking at this in hindsight and retrospect. But in prosecution of those doctors, by God, they've got patients now that are doing the same thing. And so it's time that, that you fire a doctor. If he's giving you a drug for, for a symptom and not asking you about the cause, that man needs to go start changing tires. He should not be working on human beings. You know, have the poor guy go flip burgers and make his student loans. He should not be working on human beings, especially if he's not looking at the cause. Because you start giving medications, one on top of another. And, and, you know, if you're a doctor, listen to this, and you're prescribing stuff. Okay, doc, tell me the reaction of an antacid with an anti-inflammatory, with an antidepressant, okay, with a muscle relaxant and a sleep medication, okay? Tell me the reaction in the average 40-year-old or the average 60-year-old. Oh, you don't know, do you? No, nobody does. By God, you give one on all the 10 people, and you can't tell what their reaction is going to be in all 10. Now you double it, God knows what it's going to be. It's time that we change from this drug culture to realizing that your body is self-healing and self-regulating, that symptoms are there for a reason. 
So it, it you know, you might be thinking it can't be that easy, but it is. You have to get your nervous system checked. You can't be giving multiple pharmaceutical products. By God, if you're a, if you're a prescription slave, if you're in that slavery of multiple prescriptions where, where you're doomed to take this stuff the rest of your life, for God's sake, don't take them together. You know, separate them by at least a half hour to an hour and drink a full glass of water in between and then start to rethink it. Realize that there's not a doctor on the planet. These guys don't have crystal balls. You know, they need to grow a pair. Okay, the crystal balls are going to give you sight into the future. Right now, growing a pair means that you're going to actually look at the problem and, and confront the patient. Say, hey, look, you've got knee problems. Let's get the entire body checked out. Let's check the feet. Let's check the gait. Let's check the, the physical, chemical, or emotional stress load that you have. Really be doctors and do not prescribe toxic products that you don't know what the effect is, particularly multiple prescriptions. It just doesn't make any sense. Realize and appreciate the body is self-healing and self-regulating, and it gives symptoms for a reason. If this poor young man had problems with sleep, by God, do you think that he had some type of stress load? Absolutely. We're not going to pay attention to the stress load. We're just going to give you Seroquel. What about regular exercise? Okay, if he couldn't exercise because his knee was hurting, then let's fix the exercise. Was this young man doing an organic plant-based diet? Was he taking healthy fats? Was he taking fermented foods? Was he juicing and blending every day? No. I mean, you've got to find how the the source of the problem is. Knowing that this young man was struggling with addictions, okay, would a, a demartini method or emotional freedom technique help or eye movement desensitization response or orthomolecular psychiatry? I mean, all of these different avenues out there that are drug-free, that are looking to reprogram the brain, to get the person out of that emotional state because emotions are chemicals secreted by how the brain perceives the environment. And you got to figure you cannot control the event. You can control your response to that event, and that controls the outcome. <sighs> Deal with the physical, chemical, and emotional stress load. Do not, do not um, take a medication for uh, your, an intelligent response from your body. That means physical stress, chemical stress, and emotional stress. This means joint pain, anxiety, stress, poor sleep patterns. All of these, all of these are normal stress responses. Then let's take it to the next level. A normal stress response will be elevations in blood pressure, elevations in cholesterol. Digestive disorders are, are generally the result of a chronic stressor. Physical, chemical, emotional stress, all of these got to be dealt with effectively. I encourage you to go to our website, drjohnbergman.com, and check out our disease database. By God, this is free. Go there, and we've got a whole list of articles on how antidepressants cause psychotic behavior. I encourage you to read that, that article series. This is, it's vital. It's vital. Uh, and then, it, I mean, all of this, we're building um, Extreme Health Academy. And this is going to be huge. It's launched. It's launching January 2018. 
I'd recommend you go into ExtremeHealthAcademy.com, sign up for the uh, updates. We're going to have podcasts, live webinars, question and answer, answers. I mean, we're, t- we're talking right now we have over 24 hours of content and numerous video courses. Education is the key. This young man died because of lack of education. And we got two choices with the medical world. They're either ignorant about the effects of the medications, how they can cause death and damage, or they know the effects. And it's just absolutely evil. And the best hope we got is ignorant. The best hope we got is that these physicians out there are are hamstrung by massive student loans <clears throat> and they're not able because of the time constraints or their standards of care to look into something um, more uh, appropriate, some other type of therapies that are less toxic, therapies that are actually going to be beneficial to restore the health of the individual, not to suppress the symptoms to such a state that it ends up killing the patient uh, over 100,000 times a year. The right drug at the right time and the right dosage. The time is to draw the line here. If you've got a relative taking drugs, man, you tell them the drugs. Find a doctor that's going to look for the cause Fire the doctor that's given you multiple prescriptions because those guys are not doctors. They're putting chemical on top of chemical and they're not aware of the effects. It's time we change this planet. <clears throat> this is Dr. John Bergman, your health advocate. Take charge of your health. You're made in the image and likeness of God. Your body is designed for health. Any doctor that doesn't understand it, fire him. Tell him to go flip burgers because your body is healthy. This is Dr. John Bergman. God bless you, and I love you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.